Let's go. Good evening, That's... good morning, good afternoon, whatever time zone it is. Welcome to Star Trek Reliant. Your one and maybe only, maybe not, but the only one I'm in anyway is this is um, I'm Bazag and I'm going to be running the game tonight. And we have a number of people away. Unfortunately, Duncan is busy with family stuff and a car is is not available right now, but we do have other people with us. So let's start with with um, going down the list alphabetically. Chorog. FYI, the yellow snow is definitely not Italian ice. We do have a very special guest flash listener joining us today, so welcome. Okay, that's you. Hello, hello. And we have our... Uh, uh, chief medical officer slash first officer for this afternoon. I'm I'm the captain now. The yeah, I was act- gonna say technically Nick is in charge of the ship tonight. Yes, the captain. Look at me. I'm the Look captain. Look at me. I am. I am captain. <laughs> and you. That's right. You definitely did heard grumpy. Yes, I am the grumpy old Nord. I play Chaplain Waitley, Grimnir, Mary, and. Multitudes of other characters, because I can never make up my mind which one I want to play. Tonight I'm playing Mary Shepard, which, uh, for those of you who know what that means, you know what that means. This is going to be an interesting episode. Along comes Mary. Something about Mary. (laughs) Alrighty then. So, the Reliant is back out on its exploration, still... Uh, in the middle of transit, one of the things you find out when you're exploration is you're doing a lot of traveling. So uh, for now, the bre- the the um with Captain Graves and Setzer uh, doing away doing um doing stuff on the Yibi home world, it is um the chief medical officer slash first officer slash acting captain that is currently leading the ship. Does anyone have any scenes they want to do before we get into whatever I have planned for today? Well, uh, Chaplain Waitley, he's sitting in the counselor chair on the bridge. He looks over at acting Captain uh, Eli O'Connor, and he says, Sir, may I make a suggestion? Or not a suggestion so much as a observation. I feel you're going to anyway, so go ahead. He chuckles slightly and says, fair enough. I would just like to point out that you are doing a fantastic job. I appreciate your style of captaincy. I do not say this in any way to denigrate anything that Captain Graves does. However, I do find your style of captaincy much more entertaining. Okay, noted. It might also be because I can read your mind much easier than I can read Graves. But you know what? We're not going to go into that. What am I thinking about right now, then? I'm going to roll. What is Captain O'Connor thinking about? Uh, give me yeah, give me an insight. Um, nope. I failed. And... I failed to roll properly. Point. Yeah, it's, I failed yeah, to roll properly. Explanation point. Uh, what is it? I think his is like 14 or 15. I'm going to go with 15. 15 sounds right. Uh, ooh. All right. So, wow. Okay. Uh, a 20 and a 1. God damn. 
So I'm going to count that as a success. But well, um, when you do, you get to... Um, um, O'Connor gets to add something additional of his choice. Okay. That is incorrect to it. So, so Waitley critically succeeded, but he also critically failed. That is hilarious. All right, Captain O'Connor, what 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 does what what does Waitley hear from his mind? He, he just hears Funky Town on a loop. He's definitely fucking with with Waitley. All right. So we'll say the complication is Waitley automatically starts singing the song. Do you want to go to Funky Town? Do you want to go? Summer! Really? Okay. Funky Town? Oh, God damn it! I can't stop singing. So like, it, is, it is the most casual you've ever heard Waitley. Like, he is completely thrown off his rocker. Mary in the background is laughing. Alrighty, what does uh, Chorog or uh, Arcane, what are they doing right now? Chorog is on the bridge. He is calibrating the ship's targeting sensors. He just looks up, just shakes his head and goes back to calibrating the sensors. Oh, I wish I should have stayed in engineering. Chorog, good news. I get to blow something up? Um, maybe, but... Uh... Since, you know, I usually, like, assign Kara as, you know, my temporary first officer's taking a day, um, you get to be my temp first officer. First officer Charog at your service. You get to sit, you get to sit in the other chair. Wait, Waitley bristles at that. He doesn't say anything, but he is visibly bristled. Aye, sir. Uh, Charog finishes his last input and goes to sit in the first officer's chair. This is comfortable. Oh, I know. I make sure it is, since I sit there a lot. This is better than the metal throne that I made for myself. Mary pipes up from the back. She's, she's sitting at the, the tactical station. She says, But Chorog, I've sat in that metal throne. That thing was fucking fun. Oh, shit. Sorry. I shouldn't have said that. Oh, Why did you get, how'd it? you get my quarters? You invited me? I don't remember that. Oh. As long as you Mary, found it comfortable. Mary blinks. Doesn't say anything. All right. Uh, King, where is your character? And can you please describe them for us as well when our character, uh, the camera moves from the bridge to wherever, wherever you are? I'll be playing Gro. He's a Cranru uh, based uh, from uh, Star Trek First Frontier. Um, he's basically a little rocker guy. Um you, uh, from the uh, ruddy room, you hear the sound of a bunch of things collapsing, and then you, uh, the door opens and Grawl comes out. Hey guys, uh, has anyone seen the captain? Um, I was trying to place a report on his desk, but there's like 50 of them up there. The like piles are about like five foot tall. One of them fell on me. I am the captain now. Is, is is that is that what Eli says? Yes. Okay. Um, could you handle the paperwork at some point? Um, it's getting kind of high back there. That's not paperwork in the in the ready room. That's other stuff, personal project. But yeah, I, I I'll take care of the paperwork. Mary raises an eyebrow and says, "Sir, if that's not paperwork, what exactly is it? Would you care to elucidate?" 
Uh, just as you're finishing that, there's this bright uh, flash of white light, and, and before all of you, uh, stands Q. Uh, uh, somebody, somebody, who who's standing toward the back of the bridge, like, near the, the, the tactical station? Like, the captain chair, like, Waitley, Nick. Uh, probably would Mary would be who's closest toward to the it. back? Well, my, Mary's the one who's saying it. I'm just wondering who's close to Mary. Who's close enough to Mary to hear what she's about to whisper under her breath? Crewman Abrams. Probably just yeah, Ren crewmate at best. So I, I she's think at the tactical station. You said. Yeah, she's at the it's tactical literally, station. Like, right behind the captain's chair and the first like. That's, oh, that's right behind all you know what? It's like what? the t- yeah. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, because this is basically the. Uh, I see. I was imagining the 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 uh, the, the STO tutorial bridge, but yeah, we're, yeah, we're no, basically. Yeah, that, that still has that. Oh, does it? Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. All right. All right. Fair enough. So then, yeah, then then everybody uh, that that is in the uh, in the scene right now could probably hear what she's about to whisper under her breath, which is, "Oh God, damn it! I don't want to have to deal with him." Oh well. Uh... Whether or not you want to deal with me, well, I am dealing with you. And, well, since you're out here exploring, being good star- little Starfleet officers that you are, I thought I'd give a little taste of home to you. Uh, back in Space Dock, I've got this lovely winter wonderland. But, uh, you're all the way out here. How could you possibly experience... A little winter wonderland when you're out here. So I've uh, I've got something for you. It's like March, Char- I thought. Charles buys a Bobby Watt winter wonderland. I can shove you out an airlock. No, you could always try. Mar- Mary chuckles when Charles says that. And uh, oh, have I got my time? It's always difficult dealing with. Temporal anomalies and figuring out when things are happening on Earth and and well anyway well it's I know it's I mean I did have a winter wonderland back on Earth but I thought well let's change it up a little bit and he clicks his fingers and you are suddenly in a desert just 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 the people no starships no other crew members no anything but your Uniforms, what you've got on you, and who's there? And the desert, just just the people that uh, the the people that are in the bridge, um, Waitley, um, you know, just all all you you guys. Well, Waitley looks to Captain O'Connor, sir. How do you advise us to proceed? Um, right now, let's focus on survival and not drying out. Oh, I knew I forgot something, and he clicks his fingers once again, and out of the the sand, this this sort of um, bubbling water starts coming up, which brings sands with it, which which forms into like this this um this like sand. It becomes sort of hardened sandstone, uh, a water feature that comes up and. Uh, and as 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 that goes, it sort of blends into like a, a desert version of of the literal um, wonderland, where the, the a, a sand pagoda um, steps and and a, a sandy racetrack and and 
like sand, literally like uh, like instead of snow people, sand people, and you know, in the same sort oh. of um, structure, just 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 mm-hmm. the sand version of the Winter Wonderland. So Mary looks around. Grimner's not on. Grimner's not there, right? Um, uh, up to you whether you want Grimner to be there or not. Oh, Grimner, Grimner should be down in, in Club 42. Yeah, no, Gr- uh, Grimney probably wouldn't be. All right, so Mary looks around. She sees that Grimner's not there. Most of the people that are on the bridge that, that, that are there now know who and what she is. Like, it, it, it's not a very well-kept secret. So she says, do we really have to play this game, Q? As she snaps her finger, and all the sand turns to snow. And he flicks his finger back, and, and the, the snow stands to sand. Yes, we do. Um, as you know, Mary, things aren't, well, things aren't as common as they appear. I did a bit of research. I went back in time, walked around this lovely city, and did you know there's places that it's actually... Whispering hot during Christmas, during during the uh, where all this winter festivities usually happen, it actually can be rather warm. Not to mention the billions of other planets that uh, just happens to coincide with. There's I just borrow a Vulcan term, but infinite diversity and infinite combination after all so i thought why not make this little bit of a change and increase our little bit of diversity here right now so we're having christmas in space australia or just regular australia well uh i think that's a good way of putting it i think it's space australia space australia whether it's actual Australia or not Australia, it doesn't really matter. Oh, which reminds me, and uh, he vanishes, and you hear um, actual sleigh bells coming up from behind you. Um, as you turn to look, you actually see Q in, Q in this, this full dressed up, you know, full Santa costume, like even with... Like the the winter coat, the white ruffle, the red, the black belt, sleigh. But instead of the reindeer pushing it, there's, you know, like six kangaroos. Giant, giant kangaroos that are, that are jumping through the sky, pulling the sleigh as they go, just like uh, the, you would imagine the reindeer doing. Mary just shakes her head laughing. Waitley is, is looking around. He, he's got a very intense look on his face. Like, he's not sure what's going on because Waitley is one of the few people who hasn't fully processed who and what Mary is. And he's just looking around going... He's not saying anything. He's just, like, intently aware that this is a dangerous situation. And, uh, yeah, it starts to get dangerous as, as Q starts tossing out presents from the... From the back of the sleigh and just moves on, disappears into um, into the the bright blue Australia space Australia sky. Um, so can I get everyone to do, let's say, control security roles for me? Okay. I'm gonna have to open my character sheet because I don't remember. I mean, Mary doesn't matter. 
because she wins all her rolls. But I can't remember Waitley's character sheet. I can open mine. I forgot. Uh, damn it. Hold on. You said control security. Control security. Games. Star Trek: The Drive. Where's and the I'm drive? I'm gonna be right back to get a uh, drink of water. Okay, Waitley. There we go. There is Waitley. Oh God, no. That that's the bad Waitley. I should delete that. That that's not. I, I'm gonna delete that. Where's Waitley? There he is. No, it's the same goddamn. What the hell? It's the same goddamn thing. Where's the real Waitley character sheet? There it is. Okay, you said control and insight. Uh, control and oh. security. Control and security. So that's a nine for Waitley. All right. So D twenty nine. He got one success. Okay. So uh, with uh, everyone got uh, everyone but Waitley got two successes. Could you roll for me? And like I said, well, Mary, Mary, like. Part of Mary's gimmick is that she she wins all rules. Oh, okay. oh yeah, yeah. Um, unless it unless it's relevant to the story. No, nah, it doesn't. Really if matter. it's relevant to the story for her to fail, then she fails. But otherwise, she always succeeds. So um, it, it's everyone sort of passes their role. Uh, so it, it is like quite a few, about like ten to twenty different presents start to fall down and, and sure one land just directly in front of Trorog just missing him by inches um as the others just sort of plod into the sand uh away from to just a few meters away from the gazebo into into what would would in the winter wonderland be soft snow but here is is soft sand Trorog takes a half step back as it as this thing almost plunges and hits him in the head he shakes his fist in the air and swears at Nausicaan at Q before he bends over and picks up the rather large package. Oh, what was this? Well, what Q have in store for me this time? Last last thing he last time Q gave me something, it was a it was a big gummy fish thing. Tasted terrible. And uh, so so do you open up the package? Trog just kind of stand there staring down at the pair of large candy canes in his hands. Now what the hell? Now what in Grethor am I supposed to do with these? They, they feel a bit sticky on the hand as well. Like, with, with candy canes, they're sort of meant to be hard, uh, but here they're getting, like, they're sort of, like, melting a bit, uh, like, getting a bit soft, getting a bit, a uh, bit of moisture onto the candy canes. It's starting to feel just a little bit uh, off. This is getting disgusting. It's, like, it's melting. It's like it's like guts in my hands. It's, ugh. Before, he just tries to kind of, kind of drop, tries to drop it, but they're sticking to his gloves. Get off of me! He's like shaking, shaking his gloves frantically, and it's like just sticky messes just all over his hands. What do the others do? Raw uh, approaches his uh, present, looks at it for a few minutes, bobs his head, and then uh, kicks at it uh, to slice it open with his toe claw. Okay, uh, uh, so he, he opens it, and there is um, sort of a bit of an explosion, not a violent explosion, but as he opens it, just sort of tons and tons of these small little... Um, um, 
prawn, like these crust, like sea creatures, sort of burst out of the of of the back uh, of, of the back, of of the box and sort of overflow, creating a little mound of these uh, these these sea creatures. Ah! Nobody told me there was going to be a Cambrian explosion. Ah! Ah! Oh, that's beautiful. I love that. Trog bends over, picks one up, and like, mm, I don't know what these are. Just kind of takes a big bite out of all of them. Mm, not bad. Finishes it. Fortunately, they are cooked. As you notice that they are, they are, um, they, yeah, they are, they are cooked. So you don't get sick from eating uncooked fish, um, or seafood. But uh, they are. Hey, some fish you can eat raw. That's kind of the whole point of sushi, isn't it? Yeah, but uh, only a, like uh, yes, but not these ones. Mm. These taste like like one of those things I've those human things are long and red, have claws. What, what a, what a uh, it, no, it, it's, crabs tastes like crabs. Yeah, they're, they're actually uh, prawns or shrimps, depending on your terminology. So, so as Torog is stumbling over the word crabs, Mary just starts laughing. She doesn't say anything. She's just laughing. Waitley uh, stands up from where he was sitting. Of course, you know, when they were transported to this desert. And then Mary tried to snap it back into snow. And then Q said, nope, you can't do that. Waitley is standing there in the desert. He's looking around. He's going, all right. This is an extremely dangerous situation that we have found ourselves in. Even our most powerful member of the crew cannot seem to win, to use a word to uh, succinctly define our ultimate goal right now. Captain O'Connor, what is your suggestion? I suggest we do nothing. Waitley raises his eyebrows. Nothing? Indeed, Sir? nothing. Nothing at all. Just sit here. Mary leans forward. She, she's still giggling from, from earlier. Am I exempt from that order, sir? No. And when she says, sir, it, it's very sarcastic. You are not exempt from this order. She raises her eyebrows, looks around. What, what, what? Okay, as Mary looks around this desert, what all does she see? What all does she see? Is it like this big, wide-open desert, or is it literally just a recreation of the Winter Wonderland from STO, but all sand? Uh, it, it's 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 probably it, it's probably it, it's more like the Winter STO uh, Winter Wonderland, but snow. Uh, there's there's mountains. There's uh, it, there, okay. There's a lot of like sand on the ground, but it's not the full rolling sand dunes. It, it, it's more like a, a rocky or a, or a, uh, it, it's more rocky with uh, rocky desert, but with a layer of sand over the top. Okay. Well, Waitley has been in Q's Winter Wonderland before, as has uh, O'Connor and Chorog and uh, God damn it, I keep forgetting. Car is not here. I keep expecting Kara to be here because this is definitely a Kara episode, but she's not here. Um, so Waitley looks around and and he kind of leans over to the captain and says, "Sir, we've been in this situation before. 
Like, not this exact situation, but very similar to this. An astute observation. Did we attempt what we did the last time? Out of character, what did we do last time? It's been a long while. <laughs> I don't remember either. I just remember Waitley talked to you into shooting us to another galaxy. Because I was the one who ran that episode, and I don't even remember what we did in that episode. I just remember it ended in Waitley talking Q into shooting us to another galaxy. Right, and we never, we never established how we got back. That's that. That's eventually coming, but yeah, let's not add a second mystery episode that we're never going to do. So no, let's let's not. Um, Eli says, um, "Last time you did, we were stranded on Andromeda for a little bit. So let's let's not do that." Waitley nods and says, "Understood, sir." He looks Chalk. to Mary. He doesn't say anything, but he gives Mary a look. The look he gives to Mary is okay. You're who got us out of this the last time. Can like, he? He's just giving her a look like, all right, this is your wheelhouse. This is what you do. He doesn't say anything, but that's the look he gives her. Like, he acknowledges that he knows who and what Mary is. Mary just looks at him and kind of chuckles. And she looks at Chorog and says, did you have something you wanted to say? I was going to recommend that we find a potable water source. We don't want to die of dehydration out here. Uh, there is literally that, that water fountain that's, that, uh, that started up. So uh, you do have your tricorders and whatever else you would normally have on you. Um, we, better, we better test that water, make sure it's drinkable. For all we know, that could be alkaline water and then we're in real trouble. Mary looks around and... She looks at Nick and Chorog, or I'm sorry, Eli and Chorog, and she just kind of rolls her eyes and says, "Can, can we, can we give up the pretense that I'm, I'm, I'm pretending? Like you guys know what I am, right?" Last time I acknowledged it, you gave me a seizure, so I'm shutting up. Fair enough. You can kill me with your brain. I'm not saying a damn word. She, she pushes down into the sand and creates like a little impression. And then she just waves her hand and fills it with water. She says, okay, that should be good enough. So if Shorob does want to scan the water coming up as well, he could do a, a, let's do a reason science, reason engineering. One of those will, I'll help one of those. And uh, the pool of water, it is enough. Um, you do detect that the water that Mary just created as well is... Is definitely drinkable, but uh, Hugh didn't didn't go out of the way to leave you in the desert without a without a chance to drink any water. He's not that insane. Well, we never know. With, we, we never know with Q, so I better err on the side of caution. Q is notoriously tricky. War walks uh, up. Uh, uh, go ahead, Arcane. Laura walks up to Mary, tricorder in hand. What exactly are you? Nobody tells us things on the lower decks. Oh, that's right. You you don't know about Mary. So she does not show up on his tricorder. You you, you do a tricorder scan on Mary and she does not exist. Laura starts slapping his tricorder. Uh, can somebody please tell me what's going on? Mary, Mary kind of chuckles and puts her hand on, 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 on your tricorder and says, give it up, kid. You're, you're you're not gonna figure it out. If I tell him, will I get another seizure? No, she's she's not being cruel. 
She's like, just give it up. Give it up. She's a dragon. She was a sheep. She was Grimnir sheep, but now she's a person. But really, under all that, a dragon. Yeah. Okay. Like, I'm assuming Eli is saying that. And, and, yes, and, that and is Mary what Eli just, says verbatim. And, and Mary just kind of shrugs and nods and says, yeah, yeah, exactly. And I have a feeling that I am the only one that's going to be able to get us out of this. Or he just wants us for entertainment, so we do nothing. I mean, you could do that. I mean, that that is very much an option. However, you forget that I have just as much ability as Q has. She snaps her fingers and the sand turns to snow again. And immediately, you you don't see Q anyway, but you hear the snap just sort of echoing through a dead still silent um, atmosphere as the snow turns back to sand. And she shrugs and says, I expected that. It's going to be a back and forth all day if you keep doing that, and that's at least providing well, some form of entertainment, so let's not... Well, wait, I thought you just said that we're here for his entertainment. Should I not yes. entertain him? No, no, you shouldn't, because that just keeps us here longer. Oh, I see your goal, we need to which bore is to... Him. Okay, okay. Mary nods. She she looks at uh, Goral. Says, do you agree with what the captain just said? Because I do not. I don't know. Uh, Goral starts scanning O'Connor as well. Are all of you gods or something? Uh, they, like, is that a requirement no. for? <laughs> that that's just Mary. That's just a Mary thing. Yeah, like immediately, you don't even have to do try and do a scan. Everyone else, you actually get uh, initial signs of of scans of. You're clearly getting indications of there's people here with everyone else, and if you choose to do it, there will be. But you can run scans, uh, run run a scan. But with with Mary, you got no indication at all. There was even a even a humanoid shape there. Yeah, the, the, when 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 you try to scan Mary, it, there's literally nothing there. Eli is there though. He is half human, half trill. Ah, uh, good. Just. So, uh, Waitley is half Betazoid, half human. Waitley's there. And good to know Creer and Vastman. So you, you're definitely getting that. Ah, good to know that Creer and Vastment, Advancement doesn't evolve in Ascension as well. I mean, if you really want your mind blown, I, I don't stay dead, so. Yeah, but we don't talk Wait. about that. Mar Mary says that. Like, I'm assuming that's something Eli thinks, like, as he's being scanned by Goral. Oh, he and, says and, that. and Mary, oh, he says that. Okay, and Mary looks at him and says, "Yeah, but we don't talk about that." Oh, we hear all about that—the Black Mountain and everything. You guys keep coming back every other day. Mary blinks and says, "Yeah, there's the Black Mountain, but there's the other thing too." But we don't talk Black about Mountain. that. Can you uh, can that. you give me a uh, let's do an inside security check? Uh, everyone can do an inside security check. I, I was going to say for who, but okay. Uh, is this a role Mary should make, or is this a uh, role Mary's going to automatically succeed? I'm going to allow this one to Mary automatically succeed on this one. Okay. Okay. Uh, let me let me do Waitley's role. Where's Waitley's character sheet? You said Insight Security? Insight Security. Uh, for Quarrel, let's do... Let's do 10. 
Waitley got one success. Ooh. Uh, Eli critically succeeded. Well, critically failed. Or, oh, yeah. He got a complication. My bad. I misread that. Okay, so everyone got one success apart from Mary. So just you notice in the far distance there's this this gum tree with a single koala in it. As for Connor, uh, with your complication, you swear that this koala has this bit too wide toothy grin that's that's just showing up a bit too much and is sort of creeping you out. Mary, you know this is uh, the cosmic koala. So Mary looks at the koala and says, no, no, you need to get out of here. No, I I don't want to deal with you. I'm already dealing with Q. I don't want to deal with you. And and, uh, uh, as you're looking at it, you see it sort of climb around the back of the the gum tree and just sort of disappear. Uh, it is far away. You don't see where it went. You don't see any indication of anything special. It just sort of looks like it just went round the back and is is just holding on to a different spot. But it's, and Mary, it's, it's Mary, gone. Mary whispers under her breath, Oh, thank fuck. Guys, did we really see some sort of magical koala as well? That's God, Mary says. Yeah. Like, nonchalantly. That's God. That's, That's one of them, yeah. Well, that... Yeah. She just kind of shrugs nonchalantly. Yeah. That's what he and I every don't get along very well. Waitley's just staring at Mary like, what? You don't get along with God? He doesn't say it, but he's just staring at her like that's the look on his face. Mary is completely oblivious to Waitley. So is this what every away mission is like with you guys, or? No. Yes. This is this is this is a Q mission. This is Q. Q is being Q. I just thought he meant and unfortunately, sense of chaos. Q is an asshole. I mean, yeah, I mean, you're right, Captain Connor or O'Connor. Sorry, you you are correct. We we generally have a lot of fun with a lot of chaos. However, no, this is not typical. This is Q being Q, and unfortunately. I can't do what I normally do. Oh. And Mary gets a, a, a look on her face like she's thinking about something. Like, hmm, I wonder if I could do that kind of look on her face. All right, let's uh, take a quick break. We're going to have a bit, a bit of an early break, but we'll take it, uh, get a drink, and uh, we'll convene back in a few minutes. So uh, we'll see you after the break. Welcome back. We're back from break, and now let's uh, continue on. So after the uh, cosmic koala has disappeared, there's still a couple of unopened presents, and the rest of um, the well, let's say the desert wonderland to explore. Mary is just shaking her head. She is very obviously frustrated with the situation. Quarrel is kind of out of his element and is trying to analyze the gazebo to try to determine anything of what's constructed above. Uh, you you get a look at it and it's sandstone. It is it is. Uh, you look at pretty much everything is sandstone. You're getting no indications of of tool marks or anything. It is uh, 
mathematically perfect in terms of construction. Uh, it just sort of like was wheeled into existence by Q, so whatever shape it was meant to have, that's the shape it does have. Uh, down to down to like the molecular and atomic level, uh, it is it is rather too perfect. In fact, Waitley leans over Gwarl's shoulder and, and looks at his tricorder readings and says, "Interesting." And he pulls his tricorder out and and he does a scan. And I'm going to do a roll for Waitley's scan. Yep. Uh, what are you scanning for? He okay, so he is looking at the the results that that Goral got. He is trying to scan for any weaknesses in the uh, in the architecture in in, 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 in the environment. Then. Oh, reason engineering. Well, I thought it was going to be reason insight. Uh, what's uh, his his engineering is very low. Inside is another attribute, so it's it's usually Hold an attribute on. and discipline. I I I, I got to pull up Waitley's character sheet. Give me a second, because I can't remember his engineering. I know it's lower, but I can't remember what it is. Where's Waitley? There it is. Okay, you said reason and engineering. Okay, so that's a twelve. Okay, uh, one success and one complication. Uh, so with the success, uh, there doesn't seem to be any defects with it at all. It is, uh, 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 as the initial, Quarrel's initial assessment, it is indeed perfect in construction. Mm. Uh, the complication comes that there is a sudden thunder, burst of thunder, as you look up to the sky and these... Dark storm clouds suddenly starting to roll in, coming in rather fast. Like dark clouds, or is this like sandstorm? It doesn't appear to be a sandstorm. Um, it, it is. So it's dark it, 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 It's the, the the standard dark stormy clouds, but there there's no doesn't look like there's any like dust or sand in the air with it. Does Waitley sense anything from it? Give me an insight uh, command. Insight command? All right. Uh, that will be 11. So that'll be a 15. Okay. Two successes. Oh, yeah. This is definitely a presence associated with it. Um, not in the clouds themselves, but there is something out there with the clouds. Okay. So Waitley senses that, and he, he, he holds his hand up. And says, everybody stop. This this is unusual. And he looks to Mary, and Mary's already focusing on it. What does Mary read from it? Okay, uh, for this I'll need to get Mary to do a check for. Uh, give me a reason you, command. You, you, want, you want Mary to do a roll? Yeah, reason command from Mary. Alright, so... The the character sheet I have for Barry is when she's pretending to be human. This is obviously not a pretending to be human scene. Yeah, uh, let, let's just give you a 12 and a 5 for this. Um, okay. So, 17. Okay. This is not a, a, not a focus you're going to have. You said 17? 17. 17. Right. Oh, uh, yes. Two successes. Two successes. 
And as you look around, it doesn't it doesn't initially make sense that there is a storm. I mean, there is what's in the Winter Wonderland. There's the there's a snowman that do turn against you, but it's not that. There isn't no storm. There is there is the tides of ice. No, it's not that. There is the the um uh the the snowconian. No, it's not that. And you feel, uh, you notice firstly that the pagoda, that all the the sandstone structures are starting to also fade away into the sand. What was a, like a rocky desert with just a layer of sand is becoming deeper sand. The the, the the mountains in the hill that were mountains are actually giant sand dunes. And with the storm, okay. you see something moving in the sand. So Mary steps forward, puts her hand up, and says, You all need to hide, as there is something dangerous about to come out. No. Charles turns to Mary and says, I'm not running from danger. Moral starts scanning for geological disturbances and tremors. Uh, give me a reason, um, science, enough. Um, so it's, it's not geological, but there is some, like, energy that is pulsing through the ground underneath. A large creature forcing its way through the sand is... As it undulates through, is you see the you feel you see the the pulses of compressive waves of something that's similar to um, to earthquake shocks, but it's far far too shallow. It is coming. Whatever it is is large. It's moving fast and is coming. You see, the the storm is is. Almost upon you now. How does Gwarl respond to that information that he has just discovered? Gwarl try, uh, tries to scan again. I think some sort of biological entity somewhere. Mary looks at him. I already told you, you need to hide. This is a, for lack of a better word, this is a big monster. We're in the middle of the desert. That building just collapsed. There is no hiding. Mary waves her hand and creates a, a little uh, dugout for everybody to hide in. Just waiting until that snapped away, too. Yeah, fair enough. Just a slap fight of powers. And that's what he wants. This one oh. st- stays in, in, in thing as this... Cre- you hear... Um, something burst through. You can't see it with a little, uh, with the thing that Mary has created, but you certainly feel it, and you hear this loud noise that's coming from, you guess, its mouth just sort of reverberate through the air, through the structure, to your very bones. So as everybody takes cover in that dugout that Mary just Nobody's made... Nobody's taking cover. Okay, oh. uh, if you're not taking hold, cover, hold on, hold it on. Is, it, you you literally see this giant worm 
burst out okay, of the so, air. So Multiple layers of there, teeth. Before we get to that, uh, I, I, I want... Like, Mary creates the dugout, and she realizes nobody's actually using it. She looks at Captain O'Connor and says, Well, then what do you want me to do, Captain? And that's when the the scene you're about to explain yeah. happens. So it's, it's, it's this giant, giant worm 20 meters across, uh, let's say uh, uh, 70 feet, I think, is the... Uh, 60 feet, sorry. Um, it's very large. It's very large. Um, rows and rows of internal teeth go in as... As you see, as you look down, it's it's literally gaping more at the front of it. Um, the lightning storm sort of like peaks up and strikes it, but it it courses down the body and in, into the ground, not damaging it. It's slightly it's it's almost the the storm and the creature are one. So as soon as it shows up, Mary looks at Eli. She just asks him, well, what would you like me to do, Captain? And she just gives him a look like she's expecting an answer. Looks like a dune sandworm just covered in water. It's lethal to him. That's a start. It's she a steps forward and she snaps her finger and summons a large body of water to drop on top of it. You see the, see the water sort of form... Uh, it, it sort of murders a pie into the clouds above as um, as the whole storm system actually starts to rain, not just the little bit that you created. It starts to soak the environment, but as all the sand, it drains out almost immediately down, down into the ground. Mm-hmm. Waitley is watching this. Just like completely thunderstruck, completely shocked by all of this. He's he's aware, kind of, of what Mary is, but he's never actually seen her do it. And so for him and his backstory, this is just like, holy, what? What's everybody else doing? Trog turns to Eli and says, it's a sad Koskari, very dangerous. More is the pity for it. I'm ready to take this thing on. I think, is that something from Nimbus 3? And then Guaro uh, runs behind uh, Marion Heights. <laughs> it's from the I clean. Figured, I've seen I these figured, on Kronos. I figured Guaro would be the one that would jump into the little dugout that Mary made. Uh, as you're there, the, the worm that was just sort of like looking at you for a moment once again starts to move forward and he's coming straight forward towards you. Split up. Uh, can I get everyone to do a... Whoever's going to try and split up. Uh, I'm going to do a control or fitness security check. Well, Mary's not splitting up. She's walking straight toward the thing. So does she need to do a roll? Um... And also, this is a role I don't think she would need to make. This is very much in the wheelhouse of she wins all roles that are story yeah, relevant. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to allow, allow, uh, allow you a bit of flexibility with this one. Um, so it dies for you. Uh, hello? Um, 
Let's uh, everyone else do the role first, and then I'll fill in. So I've got Charles okay. and Garals. Okay. Um, okay. Nick and and Eli. Eli's not running. Okay. Eli's not splitting up. He's staying behind Mary. He's just staying where he is. Yeah. So what is Waitley doing? Uh, Waitley. Ooh, that's a good question. What would Waitley do in that situation? Um. Like Waitley knows that 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 Mary is a significant power, but is his instinct gonna take? I I I think Waitley would run. I think Wait Wait Waitley would run. Okay, then. Uh, so what did, what did you say the role was? So control or fitness and security. Uh, okay, they're the same for Waitley. So seven and two, so nine. All right, D twenty nine. Please don't fail. Oh, the application did not respond. Okay. Uh, just try again. Uh, let me try again. Let me try again. Oh, damn it. That was that was the wrong one. Uh, no successes. Okay. So, uh, Waitley, you, Waitley struggles with moving in the sand. It's, it's, it's not used to moving in such an unstable environment. Sure, Rog is... Uh, has been used to all kinds of terrain, and uh, as, as his pirate, uh, pirate history, and is is able to make make good movements, and he's just able is able to make it out. Goral um, is taking refuge in, in the ball, and is able to sort of grab hold and to to. Uh, and just sort of uh, get in the right area and sort of ride the wave out as the worm comes crashing down just before it and sends it riding on on this wave of sand. Um, as far as Waitley, Mary, and uh, O'Connor go, it all goes black, and you feel yourself... Even, even Mary? Uh... uh um, I don't, I don't think Mary, Mary can actually bit. get knocked out, but we we can deal with what she experiences. But later. Yeah, yeah. So it, it it's sort of as as this comes down, it's not like you're sort of knocked unconscious, turning black. Okay. Oh, it, it, okay, it, it, okay, it's okay. more like you're being your 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 the area you are now is just this void, this this space of darkness. That is surrounding you, and all three of yourself find yourself somehow trapped in this twenty by twenty okay. foot, twenty by twenty by twenty foot cube space. Nothing you can see, but you can't. It's like this, like invisible mime wall all around you. All right. Did Did you see what uh, JB just put in the uh, text chat? Uh, as far as what Chorog is doing, uh, yes. Yeah, so um, Mary, Mary is very much trying to get its attention, but we haven't gotten to uh, to what Mary is doing yet. Yeah. All right. So as uh, as Chorog escapes, he is able to try and mount it if he wants to. You'll have to give me another fitness security check. Chorog dashes out of his way and. Goes to yell to Mary to uh, get his attention so Charles could try to dispose of it, but Mary disappears. 
Oh no, Mary doesn't disappear. She she's standing right in front of the monster. Mary, get its attention. I want to try to get it, mount it, and kill it. She nods and says, "That's exactly what I plan." The fitness security. Fitness security. You. It is rushing fast. You're not able to really grab a good hold of it with one success. Um, you're able to uh, sort of just get on the side of it, but there is no real um, like opening or space for you Hold to on. try and... Can, 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 can Mary give him an assist? Uh, I, I will allow that. Um, I, I was going to have Charog draw one of his, uh, one of his, one of his hunting knives and Use it as a uh, kind of a kind of a thing to, to drive it into the thing and hold on for dear life. What, so, what should I roll for Mary to give Chorog an assist? Uh, I'm gonna allow like, this to be her telekinesis to just kind of like mm-hmm. she sees him failing and falling, and she just gives him a little telekinetic push up. Yeah. So for this one, I'm not gonna get you to roll for it. I will allow this as one oh, of your okay. abilities. Okay. So Chorog, uh, as as you do, you start to you can't quite get enough, but some invisible force from from somewhere just sort of like provides this extra bump and you're able to push your just get the next hand grip that you're able to pull yourself up and over and onto the back. You find yourself on its back. It's moving fast. It's moving above ground for now. So if you want to try and go for a stab, as Mary goes, she finds herself in sort of this this weird place, being like two places at once, being being where she is in the desert, but also in this void space that um Waitley and okay. O'Connor are in. And Ooh. and all three okay. of you hear um uh just trying to think exactly what to say. Um I used to have that knife, Davy. Years and years ago I used to have that knife. Trog manages to mount the beast but feels a strange like just push up where they can't quite explain. During this time, Trog manages to pull a knife out of his boot and bury it into the back of the creature as a hand grip. Okay. Well, uh, we'll, we'll still go back. We'll, we'll go back to the void when I get you to yep. roll for that a bit later. Uh, but you right. hear the, here oh. in the void uh, that you say, Welcome to the darkness. Mary is going to try something. Mary is going to try something very difficult and different. She's going to try to, like, once she realizes there's, like, this mental void that she's in with with, with O'Connor and Waitley, she's going to try to pull this creature physically into the void and, and remove him, remove it from physical reality. Okay, using Mary's stats for this, uh, human stats. Um, yeah. Okay. Let me let me look up Mary's character sheet because I do have a character sheet for Mary. There it is. All right. What am I rolling? I'm just trying to think what what stat would this be. I'm gonna do daring. Um, and okay. daring command or security. Daring command 
or security. Okay, well, command and security are the same, so... 15. D20, 15. Um, I'm trying to think. Do any of her... Untapped untapped potential would definitely apply. Uh, I'm going to say, I'm going to give you a focus for this just because Mary... This is sort of like the first time time that Mary's even had to do something that is is re- even remark even somewhat difficult but remotely is, difficult yeah it is um something that she knows how to do okay so that gives her so that'll give her a focus of of, of um whatever uh, uh the crit range is expanded to her her disciple. Oh, okay, okay. All right. Let's see what the roll is then. Uh, ooh, ow! A success and a complication. So that that would be a critical success with with a focus, um, and a complication. So what I'm going to roll here is okay. So as 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 you do it, you. You struggle a bit with it, but you you get it in control and you manage to try and pull the being into the space. And as 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 you do, you've got a hold. You got like the sort of lead hold of it, but it's not a physical hold. It's 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 a it's a metaphysical hold of it, and you yeah. drag it to you to to where you are, and. See, and as she's doing this... it, she she yells at O'Connor and Waitley, "Get out!" Where? It's a box. And that's the issue. You sort of feel it in, compress it, but you don't compress and kill uh, anyone else. It sort of fills it up, feel like, and and it sort of just expels everyone out of this void space. And the okay. three of you just sort of land in the sand, scattered around, as you see the last bit. Um, Chorog, uh, you, you go to stab it, and you you stab it, but you're all, you're all flung off as, as you see this sort of thing, in, like, turn in on itself, like, like a black hole almost, and it starts to swallow itself up into the space and as it lands it doesn't land because it doesn't touch the body but it's the ground but it's it's gone all of you are lying on the sand but you're safe um, Wheatley gets Gu- to his feet Gural is the, the furthest the one away like riding the sand wave of that initial hit but you're all the rest of you are mostly Mostly, like, within, like, 30, 40 feet of each other. Warl tries Warl to, like, doing? turn... Oh, Warl tries to turn on his, uh, semi, like, uh, pseudo-surfboard. I wish I was... I had more lessons in power boards when I was on Ryza! That's great. I love that. Just as Chorog buries the knife in the back of the creature, it begins to dissolve into itself. Chorog is flung. It lands pretty hard in the sand. Oh, I feel that. Oh, I feel this in the morning. Oh, hey, let my knife go. Charles looks around, does not see his favorite hunting knife. Uh, do you want to search for it? 
Yes, Charles likes that knife. Okay, could you give me uh, insight, um, sec- oh, security, or oh, engineering, or whatever? Okay, that is enough. Uh, you start. It, it's it's not immediately clear where the knife is. There is no um, no no like mound in the sand, but you start to feel around for it, and then. You feel something hard underneath the sand, and you start just to to brush the sand off, and you see this. Your knife is just literally just almost a hand a, a hand reach away from you. Ah, there you are. Jarg finally finds his favorite knife, cleans his sand off, and replaces it in the sheath that's hidden in his boot. All right, almost, almost lost my favorite knife. So Mary is standing there, exactly where she was, staring at the space where the beast used to be. She heaves a sigh. Oh, thank fuck. And she looks around to make sure everybody's okay. Uh, give me an insight uh, medicine check. Uh, let's see. Wow, that's that's an extremely low roll for her. Uh, actually, actually, this one, I'll, um, yeah... Oh, two successes, though. <laughs> you you look around and you see you see Doctor O'Connor. He's fine. You see Charles getting up with a brush. He doesn't seem injured. Uh, you're fine, Waitley. He also looks fine. And far in the distance, you hear the the, the hooting and hollering and the the shout of Goral. Um, exclaiming what he just said just a little bit earlier. Um, so Goral seems to be just fine as well. Um, okay. what is, what is, uh, Connor doing? He is, uh, I mean, he's uh, fine, but he is, um, visibly angry from, from that book. You're able to tell, or his, his face is gone completely another right. red. So Mary, Mary goes to Eli and, and, and she senses that he wants to give her a dressing down. So she lets him. She lets she lets O'Connor yell at her. No. What do you mean, no? I'm not waiting until that other jackass is in front of us. I'm not just mad at you. I'm mad at both of fucking you. All right. Fair enough. Uh, and within, Mar- within, within the, the specific flash, <laughs> jackass, I'm rather hurt, Captain. I was gonna say if if he didn't immediately show up, Mary was gonna snap her finger and 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 bring Q there. Oh, and uh, he is still wearing like his outfit has changed once again. He is in uh like a, a Christmassy kind of t uh singlet, uh you know the white wife beater and shorts and these utterly ridiculous like reindeer like headband. He is um. Unlike you've seen him ever before. Mary just shakes her head when he shows up in that outfit. Like she doesn't say anything, but her her her, her mannerism is very uh are you fucking serious? So come on, Captain. I'd like to see what you have to say, Captain. And he almost sort of like leans on on nothing but there's almost this sand pillar that Come that forms up as as he sort of leans over to it. So as as he leans, Mary behind her back snaps her finger, 
and makes whatever he's leaning on disappear so that he falls on his uh, falls on his ass. He he looks over to it rather surprised and just snaps his fingers again as he li- as he lands on what seems to be like a shake couch. See, this is it. This is exactly if you want to have fuck. Sorry, my I, my mic fucked up. Uh, see, this is exactly it. If you want to just have a pissing match between yourselves, have it between yourselves. Don't get us caught in the fucking crossfire because there's nothing we could do. If you want a challenge of humanity, don't let her here. If you want to have a pissing match, we can't do shit. Mary, Mary looks at Eli. And she has a very genuine look on her face. Like, she, she's very genuine, very sincere when she says this. I did not choose, choose this. And then she looks at Q, and she arches her eyebrow and says, Why did you choose this? You have a lot on your plate, and I thought I would uh, provide a little bit of frivolity. But no, you had to be the stick in the mud, and uh, rather than... Engage in all the kinds of things that I provided available for you, you decided not to do anything. So, what choice did I have but to make the fun come to you? She heaves a very big sigh, looks at looks at O'Connor, and says, "May I?" No, fuck off. She raises her eyebrows when he says that. She puts her hands behind her back and she steps back and says, "As you say, sir." Are you, uh, done with your verbal lashing, or would you like to go back to the ride? I'd like to go back now. And you know what? If I have to stay here another second, I'm going to go Cisco on you. Uh, you don't even Mary... have to finish that sentence. Uh, as soon yeah, as, go, as soon as he have says to say that, Mary looks at him like, are you serious? She doesn't say it. That's the look on her face. Like, are you serious? You you finish that Cisco part once you're already in back at the, um, back on the, on the bridge of the ride. Well, Captain, no need to go that far. Although uh, Cisco uh, did have some advantages that you don't, being a prophet, I don't uh, a child of the prophets and all that. Well, I don't fucking care. I'll still do it. And you'll make me weep re- re- a single tear. Actually, no, you won't. You're Mary not even the real Q, you're a son. Eh, potato, potato. Anyway, I think that is enough for now. It has been uh, rather entertaining for me, and I had hoped it would be rather entertaining for you, but, uh, well, uh, it hasn't. Unfortunately, so I will leave you to, to your normal humdrum boring lives and... And make it a little less QA for you. Mary reaches her hand out, snaps her finger, and, and forces Q to uh, lean in toward her. Not not bend down. Like she's not putting him in a submissive uh, a submissive position. She's just making him lean into her. She says, "The next time you want to play, just ask me nicely." I'll just get a room. You two, fuck off. And with that, he clicks his finger. You can't tell if he was reaching in or not. It was sort of like he was, he was just that sort of space that there was something might have been happening, might not, but he's vanished. Um, and the Reliant is back on its way to its, its, its uh, current destination. 
Mary looks at uh, O'Connor. She's got a weird look on her face. Like, it's an expression that says, I can kick your ass, but it's also an expression of, but I respect the hell out of your decision. And she just looks at him and says, I did not intend for any of that. I know you didn't, and I'm not mad at you. I'm not, I'm just frustrated that's the situation we ended up in. Q, the real Q, not his son, usually goes for games of testing humanity, and this just turned into godly pissing match. She shrugs and says, yeah, unfortunately. Should I resume my station, Captain? Yes. Mary nods and goes back to the tactical station. He sits Goral, down who in the captain's chair and looks to Goral. Goral, who was surfing, it finds himself in the air, flying through it, and slams headfirst into a console. Shit, shit, shit. Eli <laughs> rushes over him. You with me? You got a concussion? Come on. I'm sorry. Mary Why are there laugh. so many rocks? Mary would laugh at that. Mary would find that hilarious. Why are there so many rocks in this console? I don't know. Something about insulation. I'm not an engineer. Wait, uh, wait, 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 Lee. Yeah, he's sitting in the counselor's chair. He, he chimes in and says, Should I call for the doctor? I'm right here. The other doctor. Oh, you mean Ged, yeah. Um, yeah. I'll, I'm, I'll just, hold on, he scans Goral. Is this a roll? Uh, you just do an in, yeah, insight medicine check. And don't tricorders give advantage or something? Like, tricorders are supposed to give something. I can't remember. Uh, it depends on the role. Sometimes it, it, it would be a bonus. Other time it would just allow you to do it. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, some, is something. Is uh, it is. It is a light concussion. It is a very quick and easy fix. Uh, just sort of like five minutes in mid bay. Um, gonna wave a light over you, bud. You're gonna be fine. And with that, I think that's where we're gonna end it. Unless anyone's got any other scenes they want afterwards. Grimner's just been down in Club Forty Two, drinking mead and partying and playing music, and then he he hears the the report about what happened, and. He finds a way to completely ignore that Mary is a god that can do whatever she wants. Oh, no, that's not going in the reports. Oh, that doesn't go in the reports? That, that's just, okay. you know, that's just being omitted. Just reports this Q incident solved by cursing at him. Grimner <laughs> nods and says, damn, I wish I'd been on that mission. That would have been fun. Well, Eli is attending to Quarrel. Trog turns to Mary and says, I think it's about time me and you had a little talk. Burl, that's you. That's your cue. No, he turned to Mary. Oh, 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 I misheard no, you. I, I thought you said that to Guarl. Yeah, yeah, I said uh, while Eli attended to Guarl, Chorog turns to Mary and says, It's about time oh. we have a little talk about what happened back there, about that little uh, little push I out of nowhere. You. She looks at him and she just gives like a little smug half smile. Well, what would you like to know? We in the club over some venom. I think we need to find out. I think it's time I find out exactly what you are. You'll never Grimner know alluded to a few. Grimner alluded to a few things. I think it's time I learn the truth. All right. If you really want to know. Oh, I do. You because... really want to know? Oh, I want to know because I am morbidly curious. 
She'll give you a seizure. Don't do it. I'm not treating you for a seizure while I'm doing this. Oh, you like to treat me when I have seizures. She looks at Eli. You had a seizure. Uh, dog planet. That was a concussion. Oh, same difference. No, it's not. It is medically not. Ah, potato, potato. She looks at Eli and says, "Do I have permission, sir?" Just, just give him some really bad bowel movements or something. I don't want to deal with, you know, two head injuries. Oh, I'm, I'm not gonna do that. Do I have permission, sir? I didn't see anything. That's what you're saying. Didn't hear nothing. Didn't see nothing. Understood, sir. And Mary snaps her fingers and pulls Torog into an alternate reality. Except it's not like the the, the Star Trek white room that that Q always does. It's a black room. And she just looks at him and says, So what exactly do you want to know? What are you? I'm bigger than you are. I can see that. No, she's she's still in her Mary form. She hasn't gone to her dragon form. So she I says, can't. in her merry form, I'm bigger than you are. Trog looks her up and down, and that may be so. Chip Sensor says you're not here, but you're here. Because technically I don't exist, except I do. You are, but you aren't. This is beginning to sound like sound like trying to talk to Odo. Yeah, except Odo actually existed. I don't, but I do. It's weird. Don't question it. Let's just say that there's a reason Q challenged me, and there's a reason we won, and there's a reason I left the winning up to Captain O'Connor. Does that make sense? Or do I need to assuage your ego more? Oh, no. Just Just knowing that you are on the level of Q is enough for me. He smiles, nods. You asked a question at the very beginning. Do you want the actual answer to that question? I'm ship security. I think I need to know what's going on around here. Other than what I'm being told. She nods. And she snaps her finger and transitions to her dragon form. We have met before, but it has been a long time. I met you on the holodeck. I know what you are. Now I know what you are. I am surprised you do not remember. Let's just call it too many bumps on the head. But, between you and I, the dragon reaches up and snaps his finger and turns back into Mary. I prefer this form. This form is more fun. I won't argue that point. Easier to get around. No, that too. But also, you know what? Never mind. I I don't want to go into that. But I'm pretty sure you can figure out what I meant. You've satisfied my curiosity. Thank you for sharing this with me. Well, while I have you here, I imagine you probably have other questions. Go ahead and ask them. What is it with you and Grimnir exactly? You two don't seem like you're from this time. Do you, she, she gives a, a weary, heavy sigh. Do you really want to know? Because it's kind of complicated. Let's just... Let's save that. Let's save that question for another day. I like that answer. Do you have any other questions you want to ask? You've answered the big one. That's all I wanted to know. She snaps her fingers, and they're both back on the bridge. Captain O'Connor, I shall resume my station. And she goes back to the tactical spot. 
Oh, you've always been at your station. I don't know what you mean. He says, still waving light over Quarrel. Right, you, you, you thinking the same thing? My questions have been answered. Resuming my position. I was Sorry. asking Quarrel. I see pretty raptors. Yeah, of course you do, bud. It's all right. Just give it a couple more minutes. He'll be fine. And uh, now, what do we say uh, to the god of death? Which one? I don't know any of them. I mean, technically Grimnir is a god of death, but I don't think that's the one you meant. What about Molor? Okay, no, it's just... The answer was not today. I'm saying we're not losing him. Oh, okay, okay. And I thought you said that out of character, not in character. No, that was in character. <laughs> and and it, it's it's just literally one more minute of waving the light over him before, um, before the, the pretty little raptors go away. Uh... And, uh, Quarles, um, head injury has been, uh, reverted. All right, how much do you remember? I remember somebody saying that they're a dragon. Nah, that might have just been part of the concussion. <laughs> Will do, sir. Uh, I'll just, uh, head back to the lower decks and, uh, avoid the bridge. Oh, no, feel free. You know what? Uh, car is not up here, so... You know, if you really... Kara's not here, Sessa's not here, you're going to be the science officer for a little bit. Oh, dear God. Kalos, help us. Think of it as a temporary promotion. Oh, no. (laughs) And and with that, I think that's a good spot to leave it for today. Thank you for joining us. Um, Uh, If I may, I I, I do want to have the final scene of the episode. Alright, so where does this final scene start? Waitley is in his quarters, and he's been listening to everything that's been going on, as Waitley does. Except he can't read Mary's mind, so... He heard all of Chorog's part, but he didn't hear Mary's part. So he knows there's something weird about Mary. But that's not what he's focused on right now. Waitley gets up from his seat in his quarters, and he walks to the bridge... And it's been a little bit of time, and he walks to the ready room and says, Captain Graves, I have something I would like to discuss. And that's where we end. All right. Thank you for joining us. I hope you uh, enjoyed yourselves listening, and our players enjoy themselves playing. If you have anything you want to send us, feedbacks, stories, pictures, 3D animations, whatever they are, YouTube links. Criticisms. Yell at us. Tell yeah. us we're shit. Anything. Uh, got an email address right at stabhudc.com. So uh, reach out to us there, and I'm sure that uh, you'll get through to us. Thank you for listening. Thank you for your time, and see you next time. Bye-bye. Toodle-oo. Hurrah. Aviz Zane. Aloha. <laughs> <laughs>